When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up and welcome to Kind of Funny's Kung Fu Panda in Review. Of course, I am Tim Geddes. I'm joined by the Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez. Hello. Skadoosh. It is Christmas in January, Joey Noel. Thanks for those Oreos. That was to you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> and rounding out the group today, the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Yeah, earlier today we watched the Roadhouse trailer in order to <laughs> celebrate that, of course, Andy. I'm, I'm sorry you missed it. We'll do it again tomorrow for you. I, uh, I bought a bunch of things from Target. Mm -hmm. uh, to practice, uh, to see if Mike and Kevin and myself could rip the throat out of them. Because, mm -hmm. uh, of course, it's Roadhouse. Uh, Mike succeeded in ripping the throat out of wh uh, white bread. Mm -hmm. I could not pierce, these talons could not pierce that bag of popcorn that I kept trying to pawn off on oh, you. Yeah. Uh, and then Kevin incredibly exploded a watermelon all over me. So it was a good Jesus. day. <laughs> I don't know why you had to say it that, like that, Perfect. but it's, that's I mean, If you watch it, it is, it's, that is I'll exactly watch the video. You don't, you don't have to recreate it tomorrow. Thank you, though. <laughs> oh, no, we got some more stuff for you. Oh, we got a couple cool. more bloody stuff <laughs> great, for you. Great, great. Of course, this is Kind of Funny's In Review, our show where each and every week we get together to rank, review, and recap different movie franchises. Uh, we've been doing a lot of MCU the last couple of weeks, but we're doing something a little bit different. We have a couple of weeks open, and I was like, all right, we're not quite moving perfectly into Kung Fu Panda 4 that comes out on March 8th, 2024. But we had a three-week three, three week gap that I was like, might as well get ahead, do a, do a little homework early mm -hmm. to prepare for this because uh, I don't think we'd ever do Kung Fu Panda otherwise. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. we've seen it on, in Reddit for years of people being like, you should do some DreamWorks. You should at least do Shrek and How to Train Your Dragon and uh, Kung Fu Panda. And I'm like, all right, let's That's get all in there where is, we can right? fit it. That's all there is. Well, we, we can just pretend say that's that. the case, right? Prince of that, Egypt. Come on, guys. And migration movie is that DreamWorks? Oh, when it's out right it now. Is. Which one? Ducks? Migration. Well, the ducks. Which supposedly is good. Really? It's getting good reviews. Uh, people are saying that this is one of them ones that a couple years from now everyone's gonna be like, "Yo, that that got robbed." Oh, okay, know. interesting. Who knows? It looked knows? awful. Like the nine times <laughs> I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, it's Illumination. Thank you. Uh, oh, you're right. You're right. That is. Um, but yeah, we're doing Kung Fu Panda, a movie I have never seen, a franchise I have never seen. Um, of course, shout out to Carter Harrell for the music and Cameron Kennedy for the amazing intro. Love the little smiley DreamWorks moon situation Thank going you. on. I like to think that that's little Kevin up there sitting on the moon. Um, <laughs> if you love what we do, please support us with the Kind of Funny membership on Patreon or YouTube to get all of our shows ad-free. Watch us record them live and get a daily exclusive show you can get in review for free with ads and without the exclusive content on youtube and podcast services around the globe shout out to our patreon producers james hastings casey andrew and nathan lamoth thank you for all of your support we very much appreciate it uh today we're talking about kung fu panda one released on june 6th 2008 gia's birthday uh with the runtime of 92 minutes you'll love to see it an hour and 32 minutes Wowzers. Swift. Wow. Flies by. Taylor Swift. Directed by John Stevenson and Mark Osborne. Um, Mark Osborne is a British animator. Sorry. Uh, John Stevenson is a British animator, film director, and puppeteer with over 40 years of experience in animation. Stevenson worked as a story artist and on the feature films The Great Muppet Caper. Oh. Mm. Oh. The Dark Crystal Labyrinth oh. and Little <gasps> Shop of Horrors. Oh, really? Yeah. And as That's a character a designer and story artist resume. on a whole bunch of uh, cartoons from the, the 80s and 90s. Uh, pretty cool, including Fern Gully 2, The Magical Rescue. Oh, the uh, best I Fern Gully. I think I've only ever seen the first one. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've seen two either. But eh. They made a two? <clears throat> was it so. short after? I have no idea. I imagine it was like a direct-to-video. It was direct probably a straight-to-video video thing, yeah. I Wait, imagine. was the first one straight-to-video? No, no it was in the movie theater. Really? I, I could have sworn that like only existed ever on VHS. I, saw, I think it was one of the first first like ones I saw. Puffy ones. Yeah, puffy ones. Yeah. yeah. You could put, you could like 
fucking wrap your car in those uh, <laughs> cassettes and never have an issue. And they used to use them as airbags. <laughs> It'd pop out a little little mermaid would hit you in the face. Uh, and then uh, Mark Osborne, the other director, is an American oh. film director, writer, producer, and animator. Um, Osborne directed a majority of the live action material for the popular animated TV series, The Office. Live action the live animated? Action material and <laughs> live action material in a popular animated series. Parks and Rec. I have no idea. SpongeBob SquarePants. Ah, SpongeBob wow. SquarePants. So he did all the Patchy the Pirate and the, all just the live action oh. sequences in SpongeBob. It was. I saw guy. a decent amount of that movie on Twitter. <laughs> so I'm just uploading the full thing. And you just you were like, you know, fuck it. Yeah. I'm here. Watched like 20 minutes of it. I was like, that was pretty. Pretty movie. Interesting. Well, who knows how long Netflix left it up. I think at the time that I was watching it, it had been up for about nine hours or something like that. Mm. So shout out to shout out to Elon Musk and Twitter and running that <laughs> super awesome platform. <laughs> they <laughs> it. Music was done by the Zims. Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer? Hans really? Zimmer. Holy Taking shit. Taking it home, baby. Wow. Uh, and John Powell. It was a, a collaboration here. John Powell, best known for composing scores for films including Face Off, the Bourne film series, and Happy Feet. Oh, kind of bangers. And Drumline <laughs> featuring Nick Cannon. Oh, yeah, definite banger. Cannon. Um, a budget of $130 million and a return of $631 million, making this a hit for DreamWorks. It was nominated for an Academy Award as well as a Golden Globe Award for Best Animated Film, but both lost to what movie? What year? 2008. Incredibles. Mm -mm. That's a good guess, though. Wally? Toy Story 3. <laughs> Wally. 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 Joey got it. Joey, number one Wally fan. You know. mm -hmm. That's how it goes here. Joey, because of that, you won the opportunity to go first. Oh, what wow. What do you think <gasps> about Kung Fu Panda 1? Um. This is an interesting one because normally I have like some sense of what everybody else thinks and this mm -hmm. is the first one where I feel like I don't. I think it's fine. I think it's fine. It feels like a story that we've seen a lot mm -hmm. <laughs> and I don't necessarily feel like it changes or it iterates on that story very much. I think that well, the, it was one of the first. <clears throat> is, I, I guess that could be the yeah. other thing. They've never yeah. done a movie about Kung Fu no. before this. Never. Movie. Or Pandas. <laughs> um, I think that the cast in this is incredible and that's really like the shining thing for this uh, Jack, uh the first note that i wrote down i was like man totally didn't even realize this was jack black um oh. and uh like truly i didn't the only thing i knew about this movie going in was skadoosh and i think that was it and that, really I, think, I didn't even know this movie for skadoosh <laughs> oh really and yeah. not enough skadoosh for me oh. personally i would have expected Let's way up more the skadoosh count in part <laughs> yeah. two i'm sure they will <laughs> um but yeah it it, it, I think it's fine. I was not like particularly surprised by anything. It kind of is very like beat by beat, pretty predictable. Um, but they made three of them. So I'm hoping that I like them more as they go on. I don't think that I will ever watch this again on purpose. I think it'll be just, by accident. <laughs> it's gonna. It, I feel like it's one of those movies that like my cousins or some, you know, like sure. small children will have on at some point. And I'll be like, a, oh yeah, this. What about a flight? N I would almost guarantee that there's something else I'd rather watch than this. <laughs> okay. Usually it's Crazy Rich Asians. It's on okay. every flight, and I watch it almost every there time. There we go. Movie I awesome. have an option. I, I'm going to go next. I'm going to go next. Okay. Uh -huh. right, were you yeah. there? Yeah. Yeah. I'm fascinated to hear yeah. your thoughts on So it. this is my first time uh, watching uh -huh. any of these movies as well, and it's always the, the family guy syndrome that me and Andy talk about where it's like you don't see something, but it's so pop culture relevant that things have satired it or parodied it, made fun of it so often that you kind of know all the things. Uh, but I'm with Joe. Totally expected a thousand percent more skadoosh than we got. And then when we did get it, I was kind of like, that's it. That's, that's that was the how start this of the happened. Interesting. The moment was cool, but I just thought there'd be some buildup to it, specifically because the rest of the movie is kind of just the most pitch perfect hero's journey ever told. Like, no surprises. No, that's a lie. There's one surprise for me. I'll get to later. Uh, but it very, very, very like it just works. Like every single like setup payoff, it just kind of like gets you exactly where you need to go. The cast of characters is exactly what it needs to be. Uh, Andy, you had your hand raised there. Is this movie like is the Skadusha movie of this movie the Kachow of Cars? But he says Kachow a lot. I think so Skadoosh why are you was expecting a, a lot of Skadoosh? Because Skadoosh was a, like a Jack Black thing. But like, you know, we weren't getting... I don't getting, think it was a Kung Fu Panda thing. Right. right. So we were getting like Kung Fu Panda merch with like Skadoosh no. on it. Because I wasn't expecting yeah. Skadoosh. 
We're, 100%. We were getting skadooshes. Oh, yeah, dude. In what era were we getting skadooshes? Dude, skadoosh was everywhere. But he was, <laughs> I don't believe that. But yeah, I'm pretty man. sure the, the, the beginning of that came from just Jack Black being in, like, uh, Tenacious D and, and saying those See, types of things okay, in Tenacious that, D. That totally so this was The payoff for that was they were, everyone's like, when's Jack Black going to say a Jack oh, Black thing? Yeah. And then okay. he goes, skadoosh, as a wing to the audience of being like, okay, that's the thing. That, hmm. that totally reframes uh, in yeah. my mind. I, I thought it was a Kung Fu Panda thing. So I, was I, 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 I could be wrong. No, I mean, that's, I, a, I think, that's very much a Jack Black thing where he just always says it. Look at all this commercial the, like, skadoosh on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> None of it lights. But, ja but I remember Jack Black being the guy that would say things like that, like, beforehand. What's, what's Jablin Jables? Like, all that yeah, shit exactly. that he just said. Like, like, yeah. You know, like, he, he totally, has that, totally. that manner of speaking would say things like that. And so I, I always kind of took it as, like, Oh, everyone knows Jack Black, which is in case you didn't like, here's a little wink and a nod. It's good to Yeah. You know what? Okay. Okay. I, I, I buy that. Um, but the other thing that I was kind of interested in is the visual style of this movie. Like the colors used, like the sky is yellow, like always. And there, there's very, very like bold primary colors being used a lot. And uh, it makes it a very unique thing. Like you look at this and like, you know, it's Kung Fu Panda. Like it's not. Uh, Pixar movie is not another DreamWorks movie. It's de clearly Kung Fu Panda. I don't know that I love the style. Like I don't know that I love the the colors coming together. Something about it just just doesn't feel good to me. And I'm just like I'm with Joe. I'm like I don't know that I ever want to watch this again. <sighs> um, but the thing, there's two things that surprised me. So I, I lied twice here. One of them was lies, everybody. Uh, the action scenes were phenomenal. Phenom like yeah, such a surprise that I did not see coming. And they the level of quality of choreography and animation. I'm just like. Excuse you? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They go so hard. The prison break. Prison break. Oh. The prison break and the bridge sequence. Yeah. Dude, it, they were incredible. Awesome. And I, I'm excited to see the other movies because I want to see what they bring uh, in terms of that stuff because like that was really, 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 really good. Um, besides that, though, the uh, uh, Shifu, the character, there's the moment where... The bad guy comes to fight him, and I'm like, I looked at you, I'm like, it's the Obi-Wan moment. I'm like, this guy is fucked. Like, <laughs> this little Shifu is not making it out of this one alive. And um, eventually, he fucking dies, and my note was, fucking called it. And he comes back, and I was like, I was fucking wrong. <laughs> like, holy shit. Like, that got me. It Multiple good. moments in this movie made me actually laugh out loud. I think the, the writing uh, can be very funny and with unique jokes that I haven't heard before. Um, so overall, really enjoyed my time, and it, it went by super fast. Um, I just, I didn't love it, but like really don't have anything bad to say about it. I like even like the worst thing I can say is didn't love, the, like didn't like the colors really. But like, besides that, it is incredibly competent and like breezes by. And I think as a kid's movie that can also make adults laugh type thing, this is great hero's journey. Like they, they kind of just did it. The cast is super fun. Um, and yeah. What about you, Andy Cortez? Um, yeah, I hadn't seen this movie in a long time, and I remember liking it back in the day, but yeah, to mirror what you said, I didn't expect this movie to go that hard with action scenes. Not only those two you mentioned, the training sequence yeah, um, with the chopsticks and all the cool creative shit that they're doing with animation there was really awesome. And like th this movie was always like really a pleasure to just watch. Um, I love the... The proportions of a lot of the animals i thought like i liked their character models and um it's still it's wild that like now that show kind of visually almost looks like the animated show that came out on disney plus several mm -hmm. years like the level of quality and rendering and how far we've like leaped past uh visuals so i'm like, super stoked to see the next versions of it and see like what are the next what do they look like on a new engine in under Ocean 5? Sorry to, to cut you off here, but I mean like that that to me was like one of the biggest like like oh dams, but also the like ah oh, dams, which is last year I watched uh, Puss in Boots Last Wish mm. and it fucking blew my mind. The the visual quality of that and the action choreography and everything is I like, still haven't watched it. it is, oh I guess God. we're just doing dream work. <laughs> 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 like, I mean, we, we, we will do Shrek, to the big like, list. Shrek yeah, 5's yeah. coming at some point. But dude, that shit was so good that watching some of this, I'm like, oh man, I wish it looked like that. But I was also surprised in the other way of like, real talk though, for 2008, this is way closer to the quality than I expected in terms of the action choreography. But yeah. continue. Yeah, uh, animation again, phenomenal. I... I wasn't in love with the cast. I think it was like really cool to have a lot of big celebrities on there, but like I never loved uh, Seth Rogen as oh, that nice. dude. I just felt like it was very much a, hey, he was in that funny movie, put him in here, you know? Um, I did not like Ian McShane as what? Tai Lung. I thought it just felt miscast. It didn't, it, he felt like 
the way he spoke, he almost felt older than Shifu at some times. I just like the I don't know, the age didn't quite work for me there. I wish he was like more of like a 40 year old bad guy instead of like a what he sounded like kind of like a 60 year old because Ian McShane just has this oh, I very, think he's, he's probably the same age as Dustin Hoffman yeah probably yeah he just oh, has no, this no, very no, distinguished no. voice yeah. he has a, like a very kind of older sounding voice um and David Cross did not love David Cross in this um mm. I I think it just kind of felt like maybe the the characterization wasn't there I love David Cross when he's playing the character that we all know David Cross to play and this one just kind of felt out of place for me but aside from that shit, um, I think the movie is awesome. I think it still holds up. Um, comedically, I had a great time with it. Um, yeah, still with that moment at the end. Uh, I was already, like, being brought to tears in that moment. Like, I felt the tears only. I was like, oh, no, I don't remember this happening. And he comes back to life. I was like, oh, shit. Thank Oh, my God. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> I was very, very surprised by that. Um, yeah, I think the movie's awesome. And I am. I don't know if I ever saw parts two or three, so mm -hmm. I'm stoked for him. Nick? Yeah, this, you, what, what's your history with the Kung Fu Panda franchise? Uh, honestly, this was one of those movies that came out in theaters, and I was like, I don't need to ever see this film. And I think it was either on a plane or a late night HBO watch where it just happened to be on right when I was when I was I needed it, and I'm like, ah, oh, this would be dumb. <laughs> right when I needed it. Well, in you my know, life. it's like I, I, you're like, I don't want to pick it to right. watch. And you're like, oh, I've never seen this Kung Fu Panda movie, and I like Jack Black, and I like all the cast is phenomenal. Yeah. If you just read them on paper, like it's an all star cast. So I started watching it, and by about five to ten minutes in, I'm like. I like this movie. Like, is this entertaining? And I'm like, no, it's a DreamWorks movie. I'm, I'm firmly in the Pixar camp. Get the hell out of here, DreamWorks. Halfway through, I'm like, I'm really invested in Poe's journey on this. And I think it's right. It's every time the movie gets to a very special point to me, which where you nail, you hit the nail on the head. It is a pr pitch perfect, beat for beat, perfect hero's journey. There's a moment where it clicks for Shifu, where he's like, I know how I'm gonna get through. And he goes, Do you want to learn kung fu? And he goes, Yes. And he goes, And I am your master. And it just on, fucking dude. hits so hard. And then he starts crying. And he's like, don't cry. <laughs> he's like, okay. <laughs> um, that moment to me is so beautifully earned because you care about these characters. I think that the movie has its flaws. I think the, the Furious Five is very unutilized. Most of them don't even need to be in the movie because I couldn't tell you half the characters' names even after writing them down. Um, I think it's a little short. I think it could be a little bit longer, although I say that and it's kind of kind of a perfect length. Uh, but in the, in the prose category, the choreography is amazing. I think it's beautifully animated. I like the color palette. I like everything they do with that. And I just think the movie has a lot of heart. And I think the humor hits more often than it doesn't. I, don't, I can't think of a joke in this that doesn't really work for me. It doesn't outstay its welcome. James Hong as the dad who never admits that he Perfect. is not his real dad <laughs> is it's a great so thing. funny. Yeah. And even at the end, really, he's like, I have to tell you something I always want to tell you. It's like, there, this, there's no secret ingredient. He's not even going to let it go there. That's so, not, that, that kind of felt like a... A gag that the writers just thought of. We're like, oh, we have to put that in. Yeah, like that's huh. so stupid. <laughs> like, of course we have to. But um, it's so good because it, it it's a funny joke that they built up throughout the movie. But then it also had the like double entendre payoff of the secret ingredient also working with the of course the, with the his secret ingredient, like, which is this just is so leaving it, in. It's itself. just perfectly hero's journey. But I love that, and I love most. Uh, what I like watching is I, I, my favorite character in this is Uguay. I love. His interactions with Shifu, the older master teaching the new master, who will then go and teach the the dragon warrior. I love the sequence by the peach tree where he's like, "Gotta just give up the illusion of control." And they go through that exercise where he's like, "I can knock all these things down," and then one falls on his head by accident. He goes, "But I can cut it in half and I can plant it." And he goes, "But it will only ever grow a peach tree." Like you're just you just gotta let it go, man. And it's 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 his his journey, like Shifu's actual storyline, I think is the most fascinating storyline in the whole thing. It's it's going from being a student to being a master and then really the belief in oneself and belief in your student is all that really takes of if you have someone willing to learn. And I think that that right there, that message is so beautiful. And Jack Black is just such a, it's just so innocent and fun to watch. Um, and Did as, you have a good as, time kind of thinking of like the teacher-student role, like you kind of teaching me to kind of like become an on-stage presence, you know? 100%. Yeah. I mean, I think of myself as your peach tree. Oh, that's not what I wanted. And then when you when you least expect it, it just falls in your head. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. what were you looking for on that one? I missed the joke. <laughs> um, I, I, I love this movie. I've watched it multiple times. Every single time I sit down to watch it, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch five minutes of it, and I end up finishing it. I think, um, aside from all of those, the glowing praise, the soundtrack of this movie, I just love that theme when it hits in, when it, when it, when it hits, it just hits so hard. And then you're done. 92 minutes. And we're and out. And you're done, everybody. Yeah.
Yeah, that that is awesome. Just like it really just kind of like wraps up and and the the kung fu fighting hits and all sparkly. I'm like, come yeah. on, <laughs> fantastic stuff. Uh, we're gonna keep going, go through the entire plot, and give our detailed thoughts on everything. But right after a quick word from our sponsors. Kinda Funny turns nine years old today. We could have made it nine days without your support. That's why 2024 is all about doubling down on our shows and making it simpler than ever for you to get the most out of our content. Our revamped Kinda Funny membership is your one-stop shop for all our amazing content, which now includes on a weekly basis, the Kinda Funny podcast, In Review, the Kinda Funny games cast, PS I Love You XOXO, the Kinda Funny X cast, the brand new series Kinda Funny Game Showdown, Five episodes of Kinda Funny Games Daily and five exclusive Gregway vlogs. And five days of streaming fun with me and the gang here in our newly revamped streaming space. It's gonna be filled with a ton of laughter and a whole lot of shenanigans. We'll see you there. That's more than 20 pieces of content a week from an 11 person independent team in San Francisco. That's a lot. And to get the most out of it, all we're asking for is $10. $10 gets you the Kind of Funny membership, and that entitles you to ad-free versions of the shows, the ability to watch the podcast live as we record them, and the exclusive access to my daily show, Gregway. You can get your Kind of Funny membership on patreon.com slash kindoffunny or youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. Yes, we are expanding our Kind of Funny membership offering to YouTube so people can take full advantage of the platform they prefer. If you want to go above and beyond the Kind of Funny membership to support us, we will still have higher Patreon tiers, albeit with some changed up perks. We just wanted to make the message as clear as possible that the $10 Kind of Funny membership is for the masses to get all the core content people love. Everything above that is very appreciated. The support means the world to us. You all are the best. But the $10 Kind of Funny membership available on both Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny and YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games is where we see the value of what we do. Kind of Funny is a dream come true and we wouldn't have it without you. We hope if you've ever enjoyed the content, you can support us for at least a month as we prepare for our biggest year ever. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you. We're gonna rank Kung Fu Panda. We're gonna rank Kung Fu <laughs> it was a major key, too. It yep. wasn't a minor key. We're gonna rank Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to see the next part because no. I feel like it's kind of culturally intense. We got a little. Yeah, know. this that was the tail end of when that song. Yeah, connected, but yeah. This movie ending with that song, I was like, oh, yeah, we're we're we're, we're hitting. But I anyway. learned how to play it, but I I will not play it. Uh, for respect. That is fair. <laughs> Out of respect, ladies and gentlemen, this is Kung Fu Panda. Skadoosh. It, it was a major key, too. <laughs> see, the E was minor. I love it. Oh, I man. love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, My bad. I, I, I just read something that I wrote down here, and it reminded me of something. I, I misspoke. I told you guys that about halfway through the movie, I fell in love with this movie. That is not true. I fell in love with this movie, the first fucking scene, where one of the guys come in and he goes, I see that you like to chew. How about you chew? On my fist! <laughs> I remember I it now. I was on a fucking plane and I started laughing. And I think someone was sitting next to me, like, what are you laughing? I'm like, this is fucking perfect. That was the perfect. Fucking, that was fucking perfect. That was the funniest like, thing I've ever seen. If this were in theaters today, it would have been you next to a mom and her four kids, and you would have been like, Are you kidding me? With this guy? I'd be in their family. I'd be taking yeah. care of their kids. Uh, Before we get too far in this, have we we need to talk about the Dan Fogler connection. Yeah, the James Hong Balls of Fury connection. Yeah. Yeah. Do we need to combine? <laughs> You're right. I mean, where does this rank in the Mortal Kombat universe? I think we need to rewatch Balls of Fury next week. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it is hilarious. I never actually caught because I think they pitches his voice. But when I was watching it on with X-Ray on uh, on Amazon Prime, I, I was like, is that Dan Fogler? Did you rent it or they just had it there? Uh, I rented it. Okay. I, I generally rent these on Amazon Prime or, or a ser any service I'd gravitate toward that I could just hover over and see people's names. That'd be a lot easier. I got to do that. It's We're waiting. renting them on the Xbox store. And it tells you like, oh, this is the composer. This is the song here. So I don't have to Wait, actually like Why the Xbox name. store? Because I did it a long time ago and I just stuck with that. And yeah. also when I would have to do the Amazon thing, I'd have to rent it on my computer or my phone. And then I'd go to the mm. app like on my TV because I'd be like, well, sorry, you, gotta, you can't rent from here. You got to do it on a... I don't know if it's still that way. Probably not, but... No, I think it might be. Kevin, I'm stuck in my ways, okay? He's stuck in his ways, Kevin. I'm a Kevin. peach tree. You can't think about <laughs> it. Go get him the bag of popcorn. Let's see if he can rip its neck out. 
Uh, he, of course, is dreaming about being the greatest warrior in, in town. I love that they have a different style change here, whereas his actual yeah. 2D animation is really beautifully done. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, he's dreaming like he wants to team up with the Furious Five. Monkey, Mantis, Crane, Viper, and Tigress. I think it was Monkey who was, uh, Monkey Jackie Chan? Right? Yeah. Yes. yes. And he's like, we should hang out. And he's like, okay. <laughs> he's like, cool. <laughs> but I love this sequence because it's so, of course, the how you'd fantasize about like hanging out with your heroes, right? But he wakes and up. And also super handsome. Yeah. <laughs> all that Very tall. Um, he wakes up and he, of course, he's not a warrior at all. He is a panda and he is a waiter in his father's noodle restaurant. His father, I think, is a goose. I was like, goose or duck? duck? Goose? Duck? It's hard to tell because I feel like it's more I of a thought size you're going to go thing. into a freaking theme song. <laughs> of duck, goose. It's hard to tell. Matthew Q. Oh god. All right, it's back. Uh, and and this is where I started thinking like, wow, this 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 movie might be genius because <laughs> he's like, this guy's my dad. And I was like, oh, he's not your dad. You're a panda there. <laughs> anyway, to, uh, I love a little touch of Poe having uh, the Furious Five toys in his windowsill. And he's like, wow, you guys are so much bigger than you are on my toys. Except for you, Except Mantis. For you, Mantis. actually the same size. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it's funny. Uh, he heads down to work at his dad's noodle shop. And his, uh, and uh, let's see, he lies to him. He's like, oh, I had some dreams. He's like, what did you dream about? He goes, noodles. He goes, you finally had the noodle dream? You're that much closer for me to tell you my secret ingredient and my secret ingredient soup. Uh, we're noodle people. We have broth running in our veins. I love all of that. I love that. That only happens because of a lie. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Um, and then we get another beat of comedy here that I wrote down. Stupid. It passes by so fast that he's like, one day I'll tell you the secret ingredient and you're going to inherit this restaurant. Just like I inherited it from my father who got it from his father who won it from a friend in a Mahjong. Yeah. <laughs> and the pictures are just so funny. But, that, but I love that because that's like, hey, we're taking a very traditional story and we're going to we're gonna put a little spin on it. We're going to have some fun with it, guys. It's not going to be all the exact same thing. Uh, of course, Poe gazes longingly at the, uh, the Jade. I think it's the Jade Temple above where Master Shifu uh, is it gets a sneak attack on his students, the Furious Five. She forgets summoned by Master Ugwe, who is my favorite character from the whole movie. Ugwe, Ugwe blows tortoise in Chinese. Oh. Oh. Now I looked up the actor uh, who plays Ugwe. I wasn't familiar with him specifically, but I don't know if you guys know who he is. But I, he's phenomenal in this, and I love that he's like. First off, he did a thing, Andy. That I just want to tell you that I know. I know. Okay, I know that if you were to come to me in haste and I wasn't going to talk to you until all the candles were blown out, I know that I would blow one of them out and then look at you like he did. He goes, It's <laughs> 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 exactly how we did it. I just want you to exactly know exactly how we did it. I'm gonna do I just that picture you like you like having a long wrinkly neck. <laughs> but I love that too because he's kind of screwing with them, right? Yeah. He's basically like, I know all the answers to these things, but you got to find them on your own. Oh, he's What's the he doctor in the Continental in John Wick. Ah, okay. That's but also cool. in a lot of other things that I scrolled past. Dragon Ball Evolution. He's the Matrix <laughs> Reloaded. Uh, he's uh, Goku's grandfather, the guy that adopts him. Remember when, remember in, in John Wick where he was like, hey man, like, you're going to have to shoot me so they don't Yeah, think, that's know, right. And he's like, just fucking do it. And John Wick just, bah, bah, bah. <laughs> thank you, John. See yeah. And what, what was his name in the movie? Uh, in the John Wick? Continental oh. Doctor. <laughs> so let's just, so, you know, everybody, they always go, John, and he Wait was a minute. Continental Doctor. This is also a John Wick reunion then. Yeah. Because... Ian, Ian McShane is the concierge, or not yeah. concierge, yeah. the manager. Absolutely. Man. He's the fucking key maker in The Matrix. That's oh. what I know him from. That's but, what like, I know him from. This came out first, so isn't John Wick the Kung Fu Panda reunion? Kevin, chill out. First. Wow. <laughs> I, I mean, just, Holy hey, shit, he's not on us, man. They don't work the way you want them he's to. He's not. Just I mean, you... One movie's cooler, one movie's not. Balls of Fury, right? <laughs> Uh, Ugo has a vision. This movie's cooler than John Wick. No, I'm saying that John Wick's cooler than than The Matrix Reloaded. That's very true. Ugo had a vision that Tai Lung will escape from prison, and Shifu goes nuts, ordering the guards doubled. I love as he's walking away, Ugo says, uh, One often meets his destiny on the road he takes to avoid it. Because he causes this. Every line. Thanks. It's so good. Some, some of them are like the most, like, ah, we get it. We heard it before. Right. I don't give a shit. They're uh, so yeah. good. They're okay. all, just all words of wisdom. And I also love that his uh, like pinky nails are longer, like on both of his things, which like in a it's lot of cocaine. like, no, and, and yeah. in Chinese culture, it's different. It's to pick your ears out. Like if you like look, if you go to Chinatown, like all the oh. old Chinese dudes, they all have it. And like uh, my friend Brandon, who does like MMA stuff, Kung Fu Panda is essentially 
his entire personality. <laughs> he is obsessed with it, and he loves it since huh. day one. And it makes so much sense. It makes so much sense. Like he's an <laughs> MMA fighter. He's yeah. in this stuff, and uh, he's also he was he was the one that told me that he's obsessed with it. And once he told me, I could never unnotice it. Mm. Always the pinky. His father's long nails. Yeah. Uh, Ugwe tells Shifu it's time to use the Dragon Scroll, which will grant someone the secret to limitless power to become the Dragon Warrior. And he was, uh, he was like, well, okay, who is it going to be? And Ugwe goes, I don't know. Like, I, there's just these moments where he's like, I have no idea. I don't know what's up. Uh, Poe heads off to the festival where he secretly wants to try out to be the Dragon Warrior, but instead ends up agreeing to sell noodles uh, up a comically long set of stairs. This joke doesn't hit so much for me, but whatever. Uh, Shout out, though, to the animation, like, they had Poe. They have this panda. He got a big old belly. Like the amount of times they just had like nice little like so squishy, like squishy, like it's secondary animation. Jiggle physics. Jiggle physics. Yeah, <laughs> you could just tell how he felt. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Which I think was good. And also the level of comedy with eyes, like the way people are like looking at each other, mm -hmm. just like seeing things happen. Like I was like, all right, two thousand eight, we're getting somewhere. <laughs> well, this but what about like the start of the DreamWorks phase? Yeah, totally. They're bringing yeah. it back. I, I love it. <laughs> I love this set the the staircase because the staircase is like the one constant in the entire movie. No matter how powerful he gets, he's just he's it's so, so fucking hard. <laughs> to get oh to so and it's hilarious. And it goes and, and that's the other thing too. Is like obviously the the one thing I really appreciate about the movie is that yeah, you know, he becomes the dragon warrior, but not in any way that we think he's going to. Right? It just plays to his strength, which is that he's this kind of doughy, fun, fluffy kind of rubbery thing. Great. And Shifu's like, this is what he's going to be. And he can never get up these fucking stairs. Uh, Whoever I choose, says Shifu, will not only bring peace <laughs> to the valley, but also to you, says Uwe. Sorry. Uh, Poe finally makes it up the stairs. Sans cart and gets locked out of the festival as it begins. Uh, he gets desperate and makes a chair out of fireworks so he can see the dragon warrior for his, with his very own eyes. Uh, of course, before he launches, his dad catches him. And he comes clean and says, I don't dream about noodles, dad. I love kung fu. And then he blasts off into the sky, exploding, and lands right in the middle of the Furious Five. He gets knocked out, and as he wakes up, he looks, and Uwe is pointing right at him. He is now the dragon warrior. Uh, and, uh, oh, this is another great line. I just wanted to see who the dragon warrior was. And Uwe goes, how interesting. <laughs> the universe has brought us the dragon warrior. Shifu, of course, is not happy. He is determined to make Poe quit by morning. Meanwhile, Zhang, played by Dan Fogler from Balls of Fury fame, of course. Of course. Uh, if you guys actually want to pause this now and go watch mm -hmm. Balls of Fury, we'll wait. Yeah. Or... You want to watch Nick interview Dan Folkler? Oh yeah, man, that was fun. You can check that out. Somewhere. That was a good one. We have cool friends, maybe. I think it was we have cool friends, right? Uh, he arrives at the the Torgon prison to check the prison security, as he does so. Of course, uh, I think it's uh, Michael Clark Duncan, right? Is the, it is is. the right oh, oh, slaps him on the back, and one little feather kind of starts going down this massive, like endless hole. Of course, they go down there and they see Tai Long, but he is very much restrained, and it's he, there's no way he's getting out of this. He's like, come on, Duck, you can fly back to Shifu and tell him everything's okay. As they leave, of course, the feather drops right in front of him, and Tai Lung's eyes open. Dude, come on. And cool it's right. What a great setup. Love it's Michael Clark so Duncan's Rhino here. Like, all of this is good. The little scared duck, awesome. <laughs> it's just, all of it's perfect. And then the setup of how impossible to escape it is, the visuals of showing, like, all the different, like, going down the, the thing, so damn good. Just the tone perfectly. And, and, yeah, like, I was watching my brother, and he, he I was proud of him. He was like... Like, oh, it's like X-Men. And I'm like, it's exactly <laughs> like X-Men. Exactly like X-Men. Magneto, baby. Yeah, and it makes you it makes you fear somebody that you haven't even seen you haven't seen have the capability to escape yet. Yeah. And that makes you fear him even more when he does, you know what I mean? Like it's just a really cool way to set that tone. Um before of course leaving, Commander uh well, uh, Michael Clark Duncan tell he taunts Tai Lung and tells him that Uwe is finally gonna pick the the dragon warrior, and that's just like whoa. Fuel for the fire right there. Poking the bear. Uh, back in the Valley of Peace, they usher Poe into the Hall of Warriors where he geeks out about all the cool weapons, including a sword so sharp it can cut you just by looking and at I it. And I shouldn't have laughed at of any of these jokes, you but laughed I at laughed all at every one progressively of more and more. Tim, you love this movie. Just <laughs> understand that. I've only seen this painting in paintings. Well, good. <laughs> I've been where you guys are. Trust me, you all love this movie. You're just going to see it 10 years from now when Kung Fu Panda 5 comes out. Uh, but first, of course, Sifu tells him that he will never be the dragon warrior until he learns the secret of the dragon scroll but first one must first master the highest level of kung fu which would be impossible for poe uh poe talks back to shifu who puts the uh i forget how to pronounce this wushi uh, finger hold on him which makes you chart i'll just say it right mm, wow you explode and you think you think you shit real and fart i 
I, wasn't that when you, doesn't it explode? What did you think would happen to him? I thought their body just kind of, you know, like kind of stopped working or something. Well, he said the cleanup's the worst part. And I just think to myself that one time yeah, that's that my sister-in-law fed right. a little Boston Terrier, a whole thing of watermelon on the way down from Tahoe, and it got out of the car and just shit all the way down California Street. <laughs> it just kind of like, it looked like <laughs> squeeze it back and it's just, whoa. <laughs> it was so gross. That's what I imagine is happening. You're, I mean, look, you're maybe like, yeah, that cleanup you're, is is tough part that is a great call on your part because i i thought it was more of a violent thing like i thought there was like blood and guts or explosion something. Like, of a bomb. Yeah, oh, maybe somebody, maybe uh, i could be right part. agree yeah. this because there's that part later think about it that hard <laughs> there's that part where ty lung does the move to the crane the or whatever strikes. i yeah. just imagine like the lungs just <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see uh, shifu takes him over to the training area where the furious five are crushing an obstacle course uh i think the animation here is great Super fun. Animation, the sound design, music, the choreography. It's just great. Like, this is such a... They, they knew what they had here. Uh, of course, they're like, it's time for you to train. He's like, in front of all these people? And I'm like, I'll do some... Uh, I can do some later. Uh, he gets pwned by a, a punching. Well, he goes, hey, can I use that? And he goes, uh, we use that for training children and sticking in the door to hold it open. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the first one that, like, really made me laugh out loud. <laughs> That's also so... If anyone's ever trained at a martial arts studio, that is the shit that happens. Like all those dummies are is that's how you train children. And then yeah, they don't have air conditioning, so you would prop the fucking door open with that thing. It's so, so funny, funny, dude. Uh yeah, this, we get the, this is where we get the line of the um you're much bigger than your action figures, except you, Mantis. You're the same size. <laughs> and eventually gets like he goes through the the course and then he gets hit in the, the balls and he goes, Oh, my tenders. <laughs> and immediately I'm like Nick's laughing. <laughs> 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 uh, of course, as he uh, as he gets spit out by the obstacle course, Shifu uh, stands over him and says, "There, there is now a level zero. You, have, we've we found it." Furious Five talk a lot of shit about Poe on the way out of the training, and Poe overhears. It's not nice, uh, and he is very his feelings are hurt. His by little it. eyes look so sad as he's like at the end of the okay, stairs. Uh, <laughs> nice Seth Rogen laugh. <laughs> Oh, that was really You're good. You're working on it a little bit. You should watch Dumb Money. You should work really good. a little bit more. A little bit, but... <laughs> it's first try, you know? It's yeah. first time for everything. Wow, that was the first try? Yeah. 10 out of 10? I never... work on it try. without trying? In your head? So, sometimes you just think about it, and you're like, can I match that tone, Joey? You mm. know what I mean? And so, so this is like how Master Splinter learned... Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's how. Yeah, that's how the ninja... Yeah, Master 100%. Splinter watched someone doing karate and learned how to do karate. That's... How you do it? Yeah. Okay. How oh, I got the it. image of that <laughs> rat in the 1990 movie just <laughs> is amazing. <laughs> it's so dumb. Uh, on his way to sleep, Poe interrupts Crane in his uh, in his bedroom, and it's really awkward. I'll agree. I, I don't think it's David Cross's fault. I just think they don't give him much to do. Right? He's just kind of a he's David Cross's well, character is always. He always plays like a weird sort of side yeah. comedic character. And in this one, he's very straightforward. I and I just you, don't think it's playing to his strengths. I think he was just miscast. I yeah. think like any other role, maybe if he's like in part two or part three, there's like a silly kind of funny comic relief character that pops up. David Cross would have been perfect as like yeah. maybe the guy who is like the receptionist for like one of these. The prison like, or something. Yeah, you know what I mean? It'd yeah. be hilarious. But yeah, I, I did think it was. And, and I saw some people saying like, oh, Andy's crazy. Ian McShane was perfect as Tyler. I don't think Ian McShane did a bad job at all. I just wished it was like a different actor doing the same job and it would have been a different voice to me. And I think that would have fit a bit more for me. See, I think I was, I had the the good fortune of not knowing who Ian McShane was when I saw this movie. Because all I picture is, hello, Mr. Wick. Like, yeah. I just picture him, you know? <laughs> I had the only other movie I think I saw with him in it, and I must have seen it probably around the time, maybe afterward, was a movie called Sexy Beast with him and Ray Winston, I think is his name. And it's a fucked up, weird, indie, like, British heist movie. But, yeah, anyway. So I had no idea who he was. I was like, this guy's voice is fucking awesome. And then you put the face to the name, and you're like, I, yeah, mm -hmm. I can see your criticism. I'll just say it that way. Uh, also, a minor criticism of this scene. I don't love the writing here. I don't like yeah. any time the writing's like, you don't belong. Nobody talks like that. No one would say, you don't belong here. You'd be like, get out of my fucking room, is what you would say. It's really weird. But then it's mirrored again when Tigros comes in and goes, you don't belong here. He's like, I know, it's not my room. No, you don't belong in this temple. Not the best writing. It's a little derivative, unfortunately. Uh, Ugwe. Finds Poe eating all the peaches from the peach tree. I, I, I did want to just like uh, another part that did kind of make me laugh out loud is when he eventually leaves 
David Cross is like a little broom, and like you just see the shadow still standing there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just made me laugh a lot. <laughs> just wanted to go back in so bad. So bad. And he was like, What was that? You said my name? Really good stuff. Well, we get this peach tree set up here, right? Man. And we see the peach tree, and we're like, We know there's going to be a joke of him eating the peaches. Like, it's coming somehow. I did not expect it to so quickly and immediately have him turn around, just be like <laughs> peaches everywhere, and it was very funny. I love it. Uh, we get it. He's like, maybe I should quit and go back to making noodles. Quit, don't quit. Noodles, no noodles. You're too concerned with what will be today's gift. That's why they call it the present. Uh, back at the prison, of course, Tai Long uses the feather to escape. And I didn't beat for beat this, but dude, this sequence rocks. The whole thing. The air, my favorite part is when they he the goes launch the arrows, the arrows and the arrows come down and he's just hanging on to the bottom of the thing and comes up and just just destroys it. It's that shot. It's, it's the so red light rad. with the arrows up so top cool. where he's like in the center of it. Like that was like a beautiful like give me that shit as a wallpaper type thing. They I loved this like beginning to end, having the the setup line earlier of how impossible to escape it is. Like going down to see what we're essentially going to work our way back up through. Ending with the, the arrows and all that stuff. So damn good. Him breaking out of like a tortoise shell, like magical spell, um, like lock system was epic as fuck. And uh, it also had like my favorite line reads in this entire movie, which is uh, the the rhino guard guide. Just being like, like so confident and like giving the duck hella shit, like, like just fucking go, whatever. To this happening, him just going, oh no. Yeah. And then the duck's like. What's happening? <laughs> like, it's so freaking funny, but like the choreography and the the, the maneuverability the, 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 of climbing up from rock to rock, oh, jumping, man, the way that that so he, cool. the, the the bad guy uh, moves is so unique and sick, and like yeah. it's scary. Like yeah. you're like, oh, he's gonna fuck everybody up, and I love the amount of phases that this like jailbreak has, like. Jailbreak scenes very high on my list of like favorite movie moments, and like Kung Fu Panda, you came correct. Well, and this has so many because it has jailbreak scene, it has like a training montage, it has like. A lot of really good things. Yep. Yeah, they play a lot uh, with the choreography and the cinematography in this movie with with like verticality of having the action happen over like massive chasms. And that adds such a level of tension to everything because you're like, what well, one wrong move and you fall. Yeah. And I, you feel that. And then to the movie's credit, I really do think you feel that when you're watching it. You're like, there is a level of that that little tightness in your gut, like you're going to fall off a building the entire time with this sequence. Of course, then he bashes out through the door, grabs Zang, and is like, go tell them that I'm coming and lets him so go. So cool. So good. Um, Where are we at? Oh, here we go. And it's a lot of that sequence that makes me feel like nothing is impossible for this dude. In any yep. other moment in the movie, no matter how much danger you think he's in, he's not. Like, it's yep. so damn well done. Uh, the next morning, Shifu wakes up the team and they find that Poe is gone, but he's not gone. He actually got up either early to train or was training late in the night and got stuck in the splits. <laughs> uh, and we started a training montage with Poe when he gets his ass kicked by everyone. Somehow he gets even his ass kicked uh, even more, and this resolves, uh, his resolve strengthens. Shifu kicks his ass and shows him how to use his opponent's strength against him. Then he throws, down, uh, he gets, he throws him down the John Wake steps. Uh, good, good call. Thank you. We'll refer to those as that. Yeah, it, it, honestly, I wanted to bring it up earlier. I was like, we mentioned John Wick too much already. <laughs> it's, it's not enough, but I'm happy you did. Uh, this is where we started seeing the, the team sort of turn around on him. Mantis and Viper kind of take a liking to him. Uh, they like that he doesn't quit. They like this guy. You know, he's got that dog in him. He's fighting back. Uh, they tell him that uh, Master used to actually smile a lot uh, before Tai Long, and then we get a little, we get the cutest little tiger cub dropped on the, the steps of the temple, and we get a full training montage here, and you, you feel it. Like, yeah, man. I, it's very difficult to get across the history of two characters in a, in a montage like this with narration. It can come off really bad sometimes. This works for me. You get it. What worked for me so much is the the tiger stuff. It's like going through it all and having this this little montage serve multiple characters' backstories. I thought was really smart, yeah. and mm -hmm. it kind of set the stakes of like tigers kind of acting like an asshole towards him and being like you don't belong here and all this stuff it gives just a little bit more shit of like she's been wronged and she's really trying to like earn her keep here and she doesn't just feel like she deserves to be the dragon warrior because she thinks she's the best warrior it's she also kind of sees herself as a daughter figure like a replacement for this evil and i was like that's kind of good kind of good uh of course uh, it ends with uh shifu not being able to strike down his apprentice Ugwe has to step in and do a little nerve belly strike thing uh, that puts Tai Lung down for the count. That's an important setup, of course, uh, because they do what all good movies do over the hero's journey is you have to take the grandmaster or the master out of the equation eventually uh, they, in order for the, the, the student to rise up and become the master. Now, did I love this scene? Yes. Did I 
have to question if I still love it the way it ended. Absolutely. Him just kind of like, hey, man, I'm out. I was like, is he about to jump off the cliff? What the fuck's going on right now? And then he just kind of like floats away and then the petals become like becomes the, the, petals. the stars and all this stuff. I'm like, I don't know about this. Now, question myself because I'm like, this means he's probably going to come back as like a force ghost type situation in the sequel. And I'm like, you know what, Andy? I'm fucking in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I just feel like they could have done something more here. Like him just kind of being like, like, I get story-wise that he had to go away now, but like, yeah. but why did he have to go away now, actually? I this is my interpretation of it and it's not really backed up by anything but with this that scene happens at the tree of wisdom and he is he has imparted his sort of final bit of wisdom to his mm-hmm. his apprentice yeah. and so he's done and he go, he gets to go away and just and the music here is incredible oh yeah, yeah. incredible so i don't quite when you got music that good it could just be a fart joke and i would still be crying watermelon are your brother's brother <laughs> uh, but i'll agree with you it's it's just to get him out of the picture so that shifu and and po can now start their journey and start to connect and that's just the way it goes um, well before we move on it's time for a new segment everybody panda 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 One second. <laughs> Pandas have six toes. <gasps> Whoa! That is a great panda fact. Whoa! Go ahead, Nick. Per foot or total? Per foot. Yeah, per paw. They got six. They got five and then a thumb. Man. A thumb toe. Five and a thumb? Yeah. Dang, huh. dude. I won't be answering any more questions okay. about that. We'll get no maybe problem. another. Pa- maybe I'll answer your panda fact in the next question. You panda question in the yeah, next. Panda I'm gonna go get some peaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where we get this wonderful scene where about the illusion of control. Uh, uh, the Shifu tells him that, he's like, "Listen, this is an illusion." He slices the thing, plants it. Important note: he plants it. He goes, "It'll only ever grow a peach tree." Uh, I need your help, masters. He said, "No, you just need to believe." That's what he says, and that's uh, and that's when he. You know, disappears into the peaches, I believe. Yeah, right. And the music here is just so incredible. Into the, I guess, peach blossoms was that what we would call them? Cherry blossoms, peach blossoms. Yeah, it must know, the, be the flowers. Yeah, the tree. I didn't know That'd peaches cool. had that, but there it is. Look at that. That's hard to That's look photoshopped. Y'all didn't bloom me. That's AI. Wow. Pandas don't even exist. Um, <laughs> you had to keep one bear though, really, as a pet though. It would be panda bear, right? Oh yeah. No, it's a raccoon. A raccoons bears. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear you. <laughs> you just tripped me out for a second there. I was like, did I not know that this entire time? Anyway, layer uh, in red panda. Genuinely, it was just like Wait, <laughs> pandas bears. Like, you never know. You know how this, uh, you know how Kevin will hit you with a Kevin will hit you with a factor most of the while. We're like a butterfly is related to a whale. You're like, how? How the fuck is that? And then he looks it up, but it's right. He's always right. Uh, anyway. <laughs> You got me on that one, Joe. <laughs> uh, later, Poe cooks for everyone, and they love it. He's entertaining them uh, by making fun of Shifu. Everyone comes around, except Tigris, who is still standoffish. He tells Poe that Tai Long has escaped. Uh, Shifu is like, I'm glad you guys are all you know, loving this, but Tai Long has escaped from prison. Uh, Poe's the only one who could stop him, and then Poe now, at this point, quits, and he bolts. Uh, great shot here. That's for a the- different movie. What's that? Bolt. Uh, oh, I see. Dumb joke. Bolt? Yeah. Hey, listen, there are no, there's no such thing as a dumb joke on this podcast, okay? Mm-hmm. Andy will be the judge of that. We, uh, there's a great shot here. It's dumb. It stands out. Six out sore thumb, but it looks like when, when, you know, that when they put the camera on someone's chest and he's running and it's that unique set, they did that for here just for a second. I was like, you didn't need to go that hard on this, but it's really fun. Uh, Sifu cuts him off and they get into it. He says, You knew I was trying to get rid of you. Uh, I did all these things to hurt you and you stayed why he goes because nothing you did could hurt me could ever hurt me more than just being in a day of, of just being me i thought if anyone could make me not me it would be you and he goes well how are you going to change this into the dragon warrior he goes i don't know mirroring Uguay's thoughts earlier we're like i don't know i don't know how we're gonna do it. we're gonna figure it out tigers watches the exchange it takes off and uh, this is what you trained me for soon her teammates join her and she's like you don't try to stop me and they're like we're not trying to stop you we're coming with you we got to go cut tai long off at the pass uh, they hop from roof to right, rooftop, and man, they do the Ninja Turtles silhouetted in the sun oh, and in yeah. the moon, and it's not earned, and I love it. Right? Yeah, I don't <laughs> care. No, it's funny you say that though because don't care. The, the the scene of you know it's first Tigress, and then all of them kind of joining and them parkouring through the the town, and then like one by one kind of jumping in front of the moon, then all of them jumping from the moon. I'm like, I'm with you, not earned. So great, I don't okay. care. It's awesome. But contextually, this 
movie came out a year after the CG Ninja Turtles movie that uh, that we watched for Turtles in Review. Oh, and I love moments of that movie, and there's things about it that I think are really cool. But just the context of seeing this and seeing that, I'm like, goddamn, a year really went a long way in terms of, I mean, budgets and everything, and teams are different too. But like, this looked a lot better than that. <laughs> so shout out to them. Absolutely. Uh, the next morning, Shifu comes to Pope. Uh, comes to find Poe doing kung fu in the kitchen. Please, it comes to boat. Sorry, <laughs> uh, the place is destroyed. Of course, all the he's been punching through all the drawer, the the wood of the cabinets to get all the snacks that are in there. And Shifu tests him. He goes, "Well, yo, what are you doing?" He's like, "Nothing." He's like, "Oh, I, I thought you were trying to get to monkeys." Oh, stress eating. He man. usually te- he keeps cookies on the top shelf. Leaves, comes back in, and Poe has ascended ten feet into the air and doing a perfect split. And Shifu gets the idea. He's like, "Oh, maybe he can't do it." But I, I love just have to find. This love connection. this line delivery right here from Jack Black. The line delivery of, how'd you get there? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just getting a cookie. <laughs> like, it was just oh, yeah. it was such a great little line. And he goes, well, he's like, uh, this? He's like, this is an accident. And he goes, and yet you're 10 feet above the ground. You've done a perfect split. Sorry, he says, this, this is an accident. And Shifu picks one of Monkey's cookies off the ground that rolled to him and said, there are no accidents. Which is, again, another line mirrored by Uguay. Uh, Shifu takes Poe to the pool where he immediately starts washing himself. And this line gets me every time. We do not clean our pits in the pool of sacred tears. <laughs> <laughs> Another Nick line for sure. <laughs> you know what it is. He just Nick lines. <laughs> it's it's that they're Nick lines. Yes. But it's that they got Dustin Hoffman to do them. Yeah. Mm. And he he is such a good iconic voice. And he plays this character so like straightforward that they just hit every single time for me. He's perfect. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, this is also a random because. Dustin Hoffman has like a weird little cameo in the holiday with Jack Black. Does he? In the movie, they're in like a blockbuster, okay. and he's like talking about the graduate, and Dustin Hoffman's like, I "Can't go anywhere." Or Add to the list. Oh, there it is, man! This movie connects a lot of films. Six degrees of Dustin Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. He says six degrees of skadoosh. <laughs> this is where Uwe unraveled the mysteries of harmony and focus. This is the birthplace of kung fu. This part kills me. It's so good. He says, do you want to learn Kung Fu? Yeah, then I am your master. And it's really good. And he starts crying. He's like, don't cry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Shifu realizes he can't train Poe like he did the five. That uh, The way to get to him is through food. Uh, And then then we start the great training montage that ends with uh, them doing the stick fighting over the the, the dim sum and then rolling down the hill and all that stuff. And of course, that fight's later going to be mirrored when he fights Tai Lung, where he does the same thing but with bigger pots and all that stuff. Um, and then he finally gets the dim song and he finally wins and he goes, I'm not hungry. Yep. And gives it back to him. Dude, the moment where there's a Fast. moment where Shifu is jumping over uh over Jack Black, <laughs> Panda Jack Black, and he's using like that big he has that big cane, right? And like he kind of like jumps over, leaps with the cane, and he puts uses the cane to like walk on the cane in midair like suspending gravity like gravity didn't matter in that moment because he's just walking on a floating cane and it looked so badass yeah. <laughs> like they just had so many creative things to do in this fight it was so sick it was very very good um oh look at him there's a little panda uh let's what see. happened to the wall oh <laughs> uh, we have a, a little loose cable back there sometimes oh, okay. we gotta just kevin will go jig i thought kevin was bit. doing a panda thing back here <laughs> i thought oh. you were gonna see a panda pop in <laughs> no, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Yeah, we'll wiggle it for a sec. Kevin, mark that cable too. We gotta, we gotta swap that that bad out. Okay, cool. Uh, the five, let's see, uh, fight together, and they. The, I'm sorry, the five cut Tai Long off on this this awesome sequence with these so sky bridges badass. that are super cool. Uh, they get the better of him. They fight. They fight on the bridge. They fight on this. And uh, uh, he, Tiger says, "I'm." He's like, "I'm." The, she's like, "I'm the Dragon Warrior." He's like, "No, you're not. I know you're not. None of you guys are." Uh, they get the better of him. He ends up getting tangled and falling down, and it's such a cool moment. Because you get there, like, yeah, we got the better of him. And then you see the rope start to swing. And you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just shot puts himself, flips over them, and lands cutting them off. And then just the nerve strikes to all of them. Dude. It's so good. The key to good action choreography is a good set, right? You need the location. You need the vibes. All of the Furious Five on one side. The bad motherfucker on the other side. Clouds, uh, fog. Clouds, fog, whatever. This bridge that is precarious at best. And they jump out and they're like, cut the bridge. And it's like, all right. But they run on it as it's like falling and shit and like controlling it and holding it in different ways. Like such good rising action for this whole thing. When the the thing starts spinning like this and they're, they're freaking like, you know, uh, 
I don't even know how to explain it. like gorilla going like 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 uh, monkey bars type shit like all around it. So sick. And yeah, but... getting a kind of a glimpse of just how strong they are with like Seth Rogen, a little grasshopper guy holding the whole fucking <laughs> yeah, bridge, you know, bridge, yeah. it just kind of shows you like what a level above everyone else they are. There's a great moment too where like they don't like they have gelled so much as a team. I think it's like. So I forget what it is, but like I think it's like Tigress goes to punch him, and like Viper comes out of her yeah. hand and like strikes as well as as monkeys like flipping over. It's the, there it's was a lot really of good, sick ass like cool combo choreography. Uh, but of course, it ends. It culminates with him cutting them off and says, uh, "Shifu taught you well, but he didn't teach you everything." And he goes, "Pow, pow, 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 pow. All their hearts explode. Like, they're all dead. They shit. all pound. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's shit all over the place. Let's see. Crane brings all of their paralyzed bodies back to the palace. How can we, and Poe says, how can I stop him? And he says, you will have the one thing that nobody else does. So Shifu takes him finally over to the dragon scroll and does a cool like wind thing that releases it. And he catches it right on the pond. As boom, one little ripple comes out. Hands it to him. And of course, Poe po can't get it open. <laughs> he just can't get it open. Even uh, though he has and, six thumbs. Yeah, and and the line of like, thumbs. I think I loosened it for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, of course, he opens it up. And he's like, he's like, what am I going to see? What's going to happen? His legend says, you'll be able to, you, when you look at this, you'll be able to hear butter, a butterfly's wing beat and see light in the deepest cave. You will feel the universe in motion around you. Uh, and then, of course, Poe can't open it up, so Shifu helps him. And when he does, Poe unravels it, and a golden light hits his face, but it's blank. And I love this moment because Shifu's like, no, I'm not allowed to look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> looks at he's like, what the hell? It's Blake. Uh, but who will stop Tai Lung? Shifu tells him. He's like, I will have to fight him. Uh, and I can hold him off long enough for everyone to escape in the village. He, he orders everyone to go get uh, get out of the village. He's, uh, Poe says, he will kill you. And then Shifu says, then I will finally pay for my mistake. Uh, I'm very proud to have been your master. They all bow to him. It's dope as shit. And then the team goes down to the village to help the townsfolk evacuate. Uh, everyone talks shit about Poe, of course, because he's not a very good dragon warrior. Poe heads home. And his dad gives him a great big hug. And then ties that apron around his waist. <laughs> He's like, I'm glad to have you back, man. We got to start selling some soup to all these people. They're going to be, they're, they need soup for the road. Um, but, uh, but seeing Poe really, really down, Mr. Ping uh, finally tells him, he's like, I got a secret to tell you. He's like, we're new to folk, man. Roth runs deep in our veins. But he's like, I got to come clean about the secret that I've been meaning to tell you for a very, very long time. The secret ingredient to the secret ingredient soup, nothing. To make something special, you just have to believe it's special. God. It's, oh. Come on. And of course, Poe gets out the scroll, looks at it again, and it's not blank. It's reflective. And what does he see reflecting back? Himself. Hell yeah. It's good. Uh, then he looks up, sees lightning strike, and he sees the temple, and he realizes that Master Shifu is going to need help. This one shot in this movie is, is the best shot in the entire movie. Because Shifu is just standing on top of the steps, and it cuts to the lightning, and then when it cuts back to Shifu, Tai Lung is standing right in front of him and just looking at him. It's, it's so gold, man. Oh, good. Uh, of course, uh, let's see, uh, this is, uh, where's me, the, where's Hold the... on, give me a fucking, a Sifu fucking mod with all the characters in this game. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure it is. That's I'm awesome. Sure uh, he's learned Poe's name at this point. He says, where is Poe? Shifu says, the battle is between you and me. So they fight. He says, you know I was the Dragon Warrior who always knew. He says, you were not meant to be the Dragon Warrior. That was not my fault. It was never my decision to make. And Tai, and tai after beating him down, picks up Uguay's cane and says, it is now. And he's like, well, I'm still not doing it. And he snaps uh, in on the back of Sifu's neck, and it bursts into just a little moment of, like, peach blossoms as it snaps. Uh, this fight is just nasty. Uh, he says, all I ever wanted was to make you proud. And uh, Shifu says, I, I was always, I've always been proud of you, and it was the pride that blinded me. I loved you too much to see what you'd become, what I had turned you into. I'm sorry. And Tai Lung says, I don't want your apology. I want my scroll. And then he sees the scroll is gone. He gets really pissed off. He moves in for the kill, but is stopped by Poe, who interrupts because he's out of breath. <laughs> I'm walking so up the stairs. Uh, Poe shows him the scroll, and Ty smacks him hard because Poe's like, he's like, what the hell is this? Is that? Uh, he smacks him really hard. Uh, uh, Poe bounces and then bounces right back and hits him. And this is where this is the first moment where you're like, oh, that's oh. going to be his fight. Here we go. Yeah. That's it's it. Cool. Um, I, I loved the Shifu uh, fight where the, they're using the different weapons that they set up earlier, and they like throw the the super sharp blade at him, and he like dodges it in the air, and he like spins it around perfectly so it doesn't actually yeah. cut him. I was like, this is hell. And then sticks bad. it right into yeah. the ground. <laughs> Badass. Uh, they fight. They tumble down. This thing goes through all uh, all the uh, the village and all that stuff. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, everybody, sick. They made a mod. Who's he fighting? Is that it's like terrible. it looks like somebody from Into the Spider Verse or something? Who are these characters? Oh, they may be from sequel spoilers. 
I don't know who these mm. people are. Um, the final blow, of course, comes when uh, Tyler's trying to do the, the nerve strike that he did. And it's just tickling Poe. He's got too much tummy. And then Poe uses the, the tummy strike to like launch him up in the air. And then Tai Lung lands in front of him, leaving a cat-shaped hole right in front of him. And he's like, you can't defeat me. You're just a big fat panda. And he throws one last punch. And Poe catches him by the finger and says, I'm the big fat panda. Good douche. <laughs> and it explodes in, I guess, Shit. gold. Joey. I, that's I what you want to believe. I just didn't think about it that hard. This fight was another awesome one, but the moment that he, like, I don't even know what he does, but there's fire, and then all of a sudden he has fire fists. Blue fire fists. Blue oh. fire yeah. fists, and he's fucking fighting, and, like, there's a scene of, I think it's uh, uh, Talo and um, uh, Shifu falling from the sky as lightning's, like, like coming yeah. down, and they're, like, fighting, like, it, an air battle in Smash Brothers where they're just, like, <laughs> back and forth. It was so sick. Uh, of course, he's beaten... The bad guy, Tai Lung, has now been uh, beaten. The townspeople return with the Furious Five, and out of the mist, out of the fog of this this golden haze, walks their dragon warrior, uh, wearing the exact same outfit that he was wearing in his fantasy, except when he walks out, it's not a hat at all. It's a pot that's been stuck to his head. He's got an apron <laughs> in the wrong spot. He just got fucked up with this explosion. Uh, everyone cheers him on. Of course, the townspeople, uh, Mr. Ping tells everyone, that's my son, that big, lovable kung fu warrior. Um, the Furious Five call him master and bow to him. And he remembers Shifu. He heads back up to the temple to find Shifu on death's door. Uh, he says, it is, uh, it is what Ugwe has foretold. You are the dragon warrior. You have brought peace to the valley and to me. Thank you. Thank you, Poe. And then he fades away. And Poe cries and says, no, master, please don't die. And then Shifu says, I'm not dying, you idiot. I'm simply at peace. So <laughs> good. He goes, oh, sorry, should I stop talking right now? And he goes, if you can. If you can, yeah. <laughs> That's a great, and he great response. Because a beat later, he goes, you want to go get something to eat? And he goes, yeah. I love the little yeah. beats in between of like the, uh, no, and like just yeah. trying to do their straight. And he's like, no, it's just who I am. Uh, so good. Of course, I don't know if you saw, there's a post-credit sequence of this. It goes oh. through the whole thing and then it goes right back to uh, Poe and Shifu sitting under the peach tree uh, they're sharing some dumplings and as the camera dollies back the spot where Shifu had planted the the seed is now sprouting another peach tree mm. so sick Good man fun little time everybody um, you know normally on the show we do Raggy Baggy where we rank the bad guys then we do the ranking of the movies it's the first movie so obviously we got we got them both down the here uh, as the, the number one spots but let's just talk about the bad guy for, for a sec here Andy Oh, I, I mean, I started switching the thing. Ragu. The C button doesn't work, but C key is like screwing up. You hear that? You hear that? I saw that. Thank you. Ragu. <laughs> All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Rag Guys Talk Bad Guys here for Kung Fu you Panda. Where? so much. You were in there 15 minutes before we started. Man, you were prepping that thing. You, you see that? Yeah. It's Tough. just cutting off. Got to get you a new little keyboard. Probably just take it apart. Can we get you the one that's shaped like a cat and mouse? <laughs> oh yeah, that's a, that one's great. I love that. Uh, tai Long, I love this character. It does what it, what a bad yep. guy should be in a kung fu movie. Scary as hell. You should feel you should feel midway through this movie that all hope is lost, and you do after that bridge sequence. You're like, dude, this guy's gonna own everyone. I'm gonna be absolutely shocked if anything outranks this uh, by the end of the franchise. With the only option being like, if we get a, like a great sympathetic villain that add like there's some depth to it or whatever. But like in terms of just this is a bad guy kind of fucking great yeah and it's very cookie cutter motivations yeah. but i don't think that's bad in any way like yep. they like it, it was a damn good cookie you know what yeah. I'm saying? Damn like good it, cookie. it followed all the rules it needed to and it had all of the setup and payoff and yeah i mean just part of some of the best action scenes i've seen in a long time in in animated movies so awesome yeah and as much as i was like this movie is fine it it's fine Everything's well done, and I would rather have a well done, more basic uh, villain than a badly done kind of. If you're taking weird risks, choice. then it's yeah. terrible. Yeah. So. Also, how long is a tiger? And there's nothing cooler than tiger. Cool. I mean, come so on, cool. yeah. and the way it moves is great. Yeah. yeah. Really and again, I love I love his proportions. I love yeah. that like they didn't make him like this big muscular thing. He's just kind of like kind of almost like just oblong shaped you know like he just got like yeah. a cool stature to him I, I love the style of how these artists were able to like they didn't go super realistic with it they had their their take on what an animated tiger would look like in this world snow leopard says alex g3b oh my apologies he's a snow leopard damn 
All right, big cat. Big cat. He's a big I was cat. worried about being sensitive earlier. Now you're being insensitive. That's my bad. Yep. I mean, Snow Leopard, the most elusive <laughs> big cats. Real talk, we used to call Fran the Snow Leopard because we would never see him around the office. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, he's here. Look at him. Shh, shh, cool. That was his aim like, name. Shh, shh, shh. Yeah. <laughs> Don't scare him off. <laughs> They're hard to get pictures of. Uh, that's it. That's where I go back at, ladies and gentlemen. There you go, everyone. And that pretty much is it for Kind of Funny's first episode of Kung Fu Panda in review. We will return next week for the sequel, Kung Fu Panda 2. The week after that, with the sequel to that, Kung Fu Panda 3. Uh, then we're going to take a couple weeks off, do some other stuff. I'm not exactly sure. Oh, I do know what it is. And I can't fucking wait. But have web. Oh, oh no. no! Every time I see a commercial for it, it gets funnier and funnier. The the Dakota Johnson's line reads, y'all. Oh my god! I'm legitimately kind of excited to I'm see this. So excited! This is gonna be the perfect movie to sit down with a cocktail and just laugh. No. When are we gonna do our Aquaman watch along? Whenever when they announce the stream. Yeah. Stream date. I don't know. Oh, oh, because it's in it's it's the, still in theaters. It's rentable. No, it's, yeah. it's rentable now. now. Oh, is it? Yeah, we're yeah. wait until it's on HBO okay, okay. or whatever. Yeah, um, we're not wasting money on that. <laughs> and of course, Dakota Johnson in another very great series, Fifty Shades of Grey. Of course. Um, Fifty Shades of Grey. Of course, you remember you remember that movie, seeing that with me because yeah. I sat by myself and ate a hot dog mm-hmm. with no bun, and you met your fiance mm-hmm. there. Are you going to think sit by yourself and niggas just throwing a hot dog? Yeah. 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 I guarantee you, throating. Well, wrong. that's how he eats it, and yeah. I guarantee it. you, it's like Joey, a pelican. Kevin he was staring it. at Tim across wherever Tim was sitting. He was staring at Tim. Yeah. Back your head. Are we going to make you sit by yourself? Yeah. Are we going to try to replicate that experience? Something got to happen. I mean, again, it's the same time. Like Fifty Shades of Grey always came out around uh, Valentine's Day. This is coming out Valentine's Day. I love it. It's a perfect sweetheart movie. Everybody. If it's if it's Valentine's Day, it's Dakota Johnson in a movie. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, but anyway, get hyped for that, I guess. Uh, but until next time, uh, skadoosh. <laughs>